Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today, we have a chat over Zoom with award-winning voiceover artist Red Pepper. You may recognize his voice in a lot of famous trailers like Men in Black, Space Jam, Armageddon, The Lost World Jurassic Park, as well as Mr. Bean's Holiday, Are We There Yet and Are We Done Yet? The list just keeps going on and on. You may call him the movie trailer man. His career has spanned over 28 years and is still going to this day. He's also done a lot of video games and has his own production company. So you can see that we had a lot to cover. So let's get into it now. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our Patreons, Irene, Bev and Michael. If you haven't heard of Patreon before, it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving. You pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month, and in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind the scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Raise it all. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur Butcher. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. We're raving it up. Rave it I'm up. having fun. Hashtag Lauren, rave it up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. <laughs> We're raving it up. Red, welcome to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to finally have you on the show. How are you going today? I'm doing pretty good. I appreciate you asking me on to this fantastic channel, man. Seriously, I appreciate you. How are you doing? I've always loved your voice, and I think a lot of our audience love your voice as well, so we needed to have you on. You're making me blush. Stop it. (laughs) Just the start, Red. There'll be a lot of blushing later on too. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. Well, as you you just said, you've actually watched a few made of you, so you know it's a very positive show and just showcasing all the really cool jobs out there that we don't even realize, and you're one Mm -hmm. of them. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. But before we kind of get into, I guess, your career and all that, I'd actually love mm. to start from the beginning, if that's okay, to get a good idea okay. of how you've made it to where you are today. Yeah, no and, problem. you know, as we just chatted off air, I'm known for doing my research. So I had a little mm. look. You're born in Barbados and moved to London. And you have six sisters and three brothers. Is that correct? That's a really uh, big six family. Six sisters. <laughs> Listen, back in the day, you didn't have much, uh, you didn't have. 3,000 television channels, you didn't have much to do. And you know, paying for electricity and gas was kind of expensive. So I think most folks used to go to bed and you know what happens. You get busy. uh, (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So I got six sisters and three brothers and I got like four grandkids, even though I'm 61 and I still look fly, but I got grandkids and everything. And I've got, uh, uh, you know, I got six kids myself. 
you know, I got one favorite daughter. One, basically, she's the only girl. I got five <laughs> boys. You know, so I'm I'm good. It's just a huge family. So, how was it growing up in a big family like that? Did you always feel like you're like fighting for attention? Not really. I was I was the naughty boy, you know, because uh, <laughs> I was the first boy that survived because my mother had a stillbirth before, and she but she had girls, and then my my would have been my brother. He didn't make it um, past pregnancy. So I was the first boy. And so my dad was very, very proud of, you know, I got my first son and all the rest of it. But I was a mischievous one. I was the one who would always get into trouble every single day. I'd do what I should not have been doing. And my sisters would say, Dad, guess what Red's doing? Mm-hmm. Well, Richie, they just call me back then. Um, <laughs> what guy's he doing? And I say, shut up. I'll get my behind whooped just like everybody did back in the day. Now. It's more PC. You can't do that nowadays. But, yep, I got a few hidings along the way. I, I can't imagine you like that at all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, good boy now. <laughs> oh, ish. Ish, yeah. That's all right. Maybe we get into that later. No. <laughs> so you were born with the name Richardson Green. So Richardson I mustn't. Ivan Green. Yeah, I mustn't be the only one really wanting to know. Can you share with us how did you come up with the name Red Pepper? Okay, Richardson Ivan Green is my father's name, so I'm Richardson Ivan Green Jr. I had no no say in the matter, and everyone says, that sounds very posh, very, very posh. And uh, I was traveling just recently to Hawaii, and the, and the, the uh, captain on board said, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, this is your wing commander, Hugo Eaglesfield. Hugo Eaglesfield. Damn, I thought my name was good. But anyway, um, getting into how I became Red Pepper. In in the black uh, uh, community, you got different shades of black, right? And I've got Scottish in my blood along the way. So my skin is quite, it's light, dark, so to speak. And so the black folks would say, would describe me as red skin. White huh. folks just say, I was just tall black guy. But the black folks, they say I'm red skin. So I was, I got known as Red, Red with this deep voice. His, his voice is hot. And somebody said, we should call him Red Pepper. Or as they say over here, you should call him Red Pepper, isn't it? That's how they talk. <laughs> you should call him Red Pepper. So I thought, well, that sounds kind of cool because I was DJing on the clubs, out in the nightclubs, those grimy little nightclubs where I has, had to run around and put posters up on buses and telephone uh, boxes and whatever. And uh, so Richardson Green, Richardson Ivan Green on a on a flyer as a hot DJ just didn't look good. So mm. I said, Richardson Ivan Green sounds like my granddad. <laughs> so I, I stuck with the name Red Pepper. And the first time I got a call for Red Pepper, it was in my father's home. And the fella said, yeah, how can I speak to Red, please? Red Pepper. And my dad says, Red, speak to who? And then you got a wrong number. This guy kept ringing back. And my dad was really traumatized that he gave me a good name. And there I was answering to Red Pepper. He mm-hmm. said, what kind of a damn fool are you? Red Pepper, what stupid name is that? But then Red Pepper, it just became my name. Everybody knew me. Oh, I know who's that. I know that voice. I know. And so I stuck with it. And even though I'm 61 years old and I should know better, I still am known as Red Pepper, a bit like Sting is known as Sting, or yeah. you know, everyone's got their name. So, it's yeah, I'll stuck make now. Use of it. Exactly. Yeah. Rest is history. I love it. Mm-hmm. But you need a unique name like that, especially in the industry. You got to stand mm-hmm. out. Exactly. Yeah. 
So you've done so many different jobs as well before becoming a voiceover artist. So your mm-hmm. first job was at McDonald's. So I feel like that was a yeah. lot of uh, first people's jobs, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah you spent, my very first job. Uh, you spent six months as a firefighter before becoming right. a train driver on the London right. Underground. Please uh-huh. tell us why a firefighter and why only six well, months? Listen, Did you kind of lose the passion for it? <laughs> it's It's everybody's dream. Well, it was everybody's. Well, every boy's dream back then to be a bus driver or a train driver or a fireman or a police officer. And a police officer was out because, you know, back in the day, there was a lot of racism and nonsense. And so my family said, don't you ever, ever be a police officer. But I wanted to be a policeman. Anyway, cut a long story short, I always liked to hear those fire. I used to watch the fire brigades go past and I'm thinking, wow, what a cool job. Wow. Just like I did with McDonald's. Yeah, I thought McDonald's was a cool job when I was 17. I thought, wow, look at those uniforms. They're so different. Wow. It's not a cool job, but, it, you know, that's what I thought at that time. Um, and I wanted young, to be a it's fireman. good first one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I want to be a fireman. So I'd just go down to the local fire station and talk to the guys down there. And I says, yeah, you, you're strong. You fit. Well, you look quite fit, mate. Yeah. Well, you do realize it's four days on, three days off. You know, you've got to stay in the fire. I said, well, i got to stay and shack up with all these guys. Yeah, that's the way it goes, mate. And I think, okay. So anyway, I got in there. But on a serious note, when it when it came to all the the getting cats out of trees, easy. Washing down bin fires, easy. But when I got to the point where I'm seeing families, you know, burnt to charcoal, and they've been they've held on to each other to try to escape the fumes, and you see people burnt to crisp, and then oh. you see car accidents with people messed up. And I just thought, you know what, this is, it's not for me. It's not for me. So I got out of that. It was a great job. Um, rescued a lot of people, got a lot of attention with the old fireman's uniform on and all the ladies. Hello, how are you? Oh, and he lovely. Oh, listen to his voice. I used to get all that. So it was good, but it wasn't really for me. Uh, I think I had better things to go on to, you know? Mm, yeah, you have real respect for them now, though, don't you? Mm. Mm, yeah, I don't know that's how a, they do it. Like the stuff that they yeah, see, it's, as it's, you it's, said, it just—it's a great job, but you know, you gotta uh, have the stone for it. Yeah, it's hard to not take it, you know, really mentally. And I don't know how people sleep at night when they see that stuff yeah, like you, that. You, you just—you just gotta get through. You—you you just do. It's a bit like the nurses. You see so many uh, traumatic things, but you have to switch off and think. You know, not with your heart or your feelings. You just got to think, right, this person needs help. Let's save them. They're in a serious position. You just you just go into some kind of mode that mm-hmm. is in, built into us. We, we don't realize it until we're in it. We got to do it. You can do it. Anybody can do it. Trust me. Yeah. Well, yeah, you should. <laughs> so after, after that, you know, that was the big dream that you, I guess you're really mm-hmm. driven to. Yeah. What happened after that? Were there any other careers that you wanted to pursue? Was there a... a dream job that you really wanted even when you were the tr- a train driver well deep well. down I will, i've always been a, a bit of a um, I'm, I'm easy going with people i talk a lot and i was pretty good on the radio but a lot of pirate radios not legal radios uh climbing up on top of roofs putting up antennas all the rest of it running from the police because they could just come and steal your equipment i was young come back and to uh, yeah so, the bad boy you're talking about <laughs> yeah kind of so i just got into that I need to be on the radio. I was crazy about radio. When I listened to the 
old transistor radios and I listened to all the DJs. It wasn't so much the music. I'm just listening to the DJs, a man in a box. There's a sound of a man in a box and he sounds so cool. How do they do that? I didn't have a clue. It was like radio. I listened to certain shows every single week. I was smitten. So I always thought I was going to become a DJ because everybody kept saying to me, man, you should be on the radio, man, you should be on the radio, man, you should be on television. You should be the blah, 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 blah. But that's what my other passion was to be on the radio. And strangely enough, I've been on the radio since 1989. Yeah. I, I do a weekly show on londonmusicradio.com, quick plug, uh, every Saturday called The Solar Coaster. I play funk and soul and great, great vibes for three hours every Saturday. And I love it. And I've never lost the passion for that. So beside voiceovers, I love music, 64,000 records uh, of wow. every kind of genre. Um, you know, I'm that, I'm that confident that I say to my listeners, ask me for it and I've got it. Yeah. And it's a one man band. It's my records. So I, I've got a passion for music big time. Big well, yeah, time. I even so saw that, on your um, Instagram, you've done some really cool Instagram videos too, that you totally mm. have a whole full out deck there in your booth. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got That's it all incredible. set up here. It's an amazing booth. I just spent time. And again, I've been voicing since. Uh, let me see. It's got to be 28 years now. I've been voicing constantly, not doing any other side jobs, just voicing. So that takes some doing because a lot of people can't make a living out of it. I do. Uh, so I thank God. But I've always said to myself, invest in yourself. And I tell people when I'm doing public speaking, invest in yourself. I could spend like this to everyone. So it's just a sim simple mic. The microphone cost me a grand. That one cost me three grand, but invest in yourself. It comes back to you. And if I've been in this profession, which has been very, very good to me for all these years, the least I can do is invest back into it and show people how to be professional and take your time. And it doesn't, you can't do this in five minutes. No. It takes time. It takes years. And you put it back. Get yourself a sound booth if you can, if you got the space, be prepared. So if somebody says, Red, we'd love you to do, do this job, but we can't get you into a studio. Do you have a sound boob? And you say, uh, 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 no, I don't. But I, I can go into a little cupboard. I can do it on my iPhone. I can. And in this profession, they don't want 90%. They want 100% quality. They don't want any sound. They don't want to hear your baby crying in the background. They don't want to hear you break wind. They don't want to hear nothing. They want to hear just you. So when it goes quiet in your room, we're talking total silence. That, yeah. that, that's what they want. So you, I invest in that and I invest in my, all my stuff inside my office. I couldn't take the camera and show you around, but I haven't got a long enough lead, to be honest. But that's <laughs> what I've done. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've done. So it's, it's all about professionalism and having a passion, you know, having a passion for your craft, having a passion for showing people the right way, having a passion for inspiring people. I like to inspire people. I always yeah. have done. Simple. Perfect guest for our show, because us too. <laughs> hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bullying or depression. It is available worldwide 
as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. For 28 years, your job mm-hmm. has been your voice too. So... Mm-hmm. How do you look after your voice when you you don't really, do you have any time off? Do you take like whole days of not talking? (laughs) See, I I would always feel like a fraud if I told you a little white lie and said something spectacular like, you know, every morning I wrap my throat in a special blanket or I gargle with a special juice or whatever. I do nothing, nothing, nada, nish. I tell you what I do, I go to sleep at night. I, I don't stay up until three o'clock in the morning if I know I got a job at eight in the morning. Mm. I just I just respect my body and say, okay, I got a job tomorrow. Let me get some shot eye. Let me eat well. Let me drink well. Let me um, energize myself with water. And I'm ready. You know, yes. I do nothing special. Singers do all of that. La, 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 and all that stuff. I appreciate that because that's a more impactful job. I just come into a booth and I say a few lines or I say some things and act a bit with uh, PlayStation games or whatever, because sometimes I've got to be a commander in chief somewhere and I'm saying, hey, guys, come on now, come on. And, and you, it takes a, a lot of, and you do that for three hours, you'll soon know about it. Yeah. So you got to be prepared. Uh, so yeah. there's, but there's nothing spectacular that I do like you know, drink whiskey mixed with sand. I don't do that. You know, everybody thinks that I Is do that something a thing? special. <laughs> well, some people say to me, what do you do? How do you get your voice like that? And I says, I don't know. It is what it is. It's my Natural. instrument. It's yeah. like a guitar. I can take it high or I can take it down. It's it's what it is. And I Has it always been that lower register too, even like before you hit puberty? Like, has it always been that low? Well, Honestly, I've, I've mentioned this on so many to so many people. Um, literally, I'd say around about fourteen years old. That's when I reckon something happened, and I was kind of proud of myself. He's coming down the stairs. Good morning, mom. <clears throat> oh, whoa! <laughs> hey, whoa! What the fuck? Hey! Oh, no, excuse me, I shouldn't swear. Um, and I just, I just, I just, it was, it didn't stay at this level. It kept going, so all day was going all weird. So God knows what was happening in there, but it was messed up. And my mother, she laughed. She couldn't stop laughing. Oh, you think you're a man now? And I said to her stupidly, I said, yeah, well, I sound like a man, don't I? Perhaps she slapped me so hard. You'll never be a man in here. I said, okay, okay, okay. But, uh, yeah, I remember that. I was about 14 years old when it started to, you know, change. Mm, yeah, isn't it? It's around that age for all guys, I think. But yeah, mm. for you to go down that low. <laughs> yeah. And then That's it got, crazy. Got deeper and deeper. And, and the clarity wasn't there because every time, supposing you're in a party or you're in a crowd, and my natural voice is, yeah, how you doing, Lauren? You cool? Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't been a long time, though. And so it becomes a mumble. So I had to learn to project my voice as well. Otherwise, everyone said to me, what? What? What do you say? What do you say? 
because I was talking down there. I was always relaxing like Barry White, you know, in this. What? So then I realized it's not them, it's me. Mm. So I had to find that octave to project. But if I wake up in the morning, first thing, if you're laying beside me in the morning and you say, good morning, baby, I got you. How you doing? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm down there. I really am just down there. So this is my daytime vibe for you, you know? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> now for, for our audience as well, in case they don't know about your story, about how yeah, you got yeah. into voiceover work, it was just because a TV executive was on the train when you were the Pretty driver, much. right? <laughs> well, I was, I, I, unfortunately, or fortunately, should I say, I was a train driver on the London Underground for um 13 years one second i gotta put a fan on here so i can feel my glasses steaming up <laughs> i'm i'm so i'm such a stickler for sound quality i can hear the fan you probably can't but i can hear that little air coming in i'm sincerely apologize if it i can't hear us. it though so that's good <laughs> yeah okay but um yeah i uh what were we talking about you said 13 years as the train driver yeah, 13 years down there on the London Underground, and I was one of those anally retentative train drivers who made sure when they stopped the train, it did not go, you know, it smooth stop. I was one of those. I always picked up the public address system and said, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, this is your driver speaking. This train will be calling at blah, 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 blah. I was one of those shirt and tie, always smart. I was very, very, very professional, as I have always been in anything that I do. And I, I was um, at Baker, uh, Oxford Circus in London coming in, and there was a lady obviously doing a film shoot on the platform, a lot of people around her, doing the Marilyn Monroe pose. And when you bring the train in as a driver, you're bringing in that breeze with you into the <laughs> tunnels. And so she was doing that typical push her, push her dress down pose and all the cameras are clicking and so as i'm driving along i'm like whoa whoa damn <laughs> as i go past i'll pull up open up the doors i see her climb onto the train with these guys so i picked up the telephone the public address system uh good morning to you ladies and gentlemen um and a special good morning to that divine looking woman uh looking like marilyn monroe damn you're fine this is what i said as a driver I'm not supposed I'm not supposed to say that, but that's what I did. And so anyway, I could hear the people imagine this I'm in my cab now. I'm pretty close to the passengers. They can't see me, but I can hear them. And I can hear people saying, Is that a driver? Did you hear his voice? My God. And they started yabba yabba yabba. I got to Baker Street and I saw some dude jump off of my train as a passenger. He ran down the platform all the way to my cab tapped on my window and thinking oh my god something's happened and he says oh, oh oh i says what's the problem he says i love your voice you've got a such a lovely voice he was very camp this man just in case you're wondering why has he gone all camp oh your voice your voice thank you oh my god and i said okay thank you is that why you're holding me up he said no 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 and he gave me his card and he says you, I'd love you to do, come, come do some voiceovers. I didn't know what voiceovers was officially back then, voiceovers, but I did have a new mobile phone. Nobody, well, it was new in London then having a mobile phone. If you had a mobile phone, you were, I got, I got a mobile phone. Now everybody's got one, but then it was new, right? 
And so I put his number in. I got somebody on my contacts. Oh, my God. First person. <laughs> and uh, he rang me. I got back to him and said, okay, I'll come in. He says, come into the studio, Molinaire, next day and do this, this script. He says, when the green light goes on, this piece of paper, read the first line. When the green light comes on again, read the second line. Now I've got my underground uniform on. I'm in there, not knowing nothing about studios at all. And I just said, okay, so the green light comes on and say, it's, let, me, let me find something, say something like, something similar like, uh, in a world where one man waited for the green light and one woman by the name of Lauren and the green light again. God bless the child that's got his own coming to a cinema near you, blah, blah, something like that. And they're on the other side of the glass. Guy. <laughs> Jaws dropped. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm I'm just I'm just really I didn't have a clue what this was gonna do with my future. So I just gave him back the piece of paper. I said, Was that okay? And he said, Yes, it's fantastic. And he's one of these guys, he just shook my hand and he wouldn't let go of my hand. And I'm saying, let go of my damn hand. And he held on and held on. And that was like you're a godsend. <laughs> yeah. And this is what happened. And I didn't realize at that point was the 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 turning point for me. You know, I just I just got into voiceovers um uh he offered me a nice little handshake he said come in for a retainer i didn't know what a retainer was but he gave a two-year once a week for silly amounts of money double what i was getting paid for 48 hours on the underground i couldn't believe it i said there's something wrong that's too much money and that's how that turned around and then from wow. then Hearing my voice on the television, people said, who is that guy? Who is that guy? Who is that guy? We need to use him. And then I got myself an agent. The agent was happy. I was getting jobs for big brands and whatever, uh, starting to get money coming in. And I thought, well, oh, this is this is strange. I'm not used to all of this. And so I felt like a fraud because I was just the guy next door going about his business, driving his trains, raising, raising his family. I'm very, very grounded, and I still am. And that was the way that that happened. So even today, I appreciate what it is that I do. I still appreciate that this is not really a job. This is fun, but mm -hmm. you still have to deliver. It's still somebody's baby that they've allowed you to put your voice on. It's a serious business, but to me, it's it's not like breaking rocks. It's not like, you know, construction. It's not like saving somebody's life. It's not like that at all. So to me, this is this is a dream come true. It's God sent. It's a gift. And I appreciate it every single day, every single moment. Oh, I'm so glad. See, what a cool job though. Oh, yeah, it's a fantastic job. Have you always wanted to learn how to dance? Always say you're going to do it. Maybe even make it a new year's resolution, but never do. Well, this is your time. Hills Latin Dancing teaches salsa, bachata, and merengue classes for all ages and fitness levels. No partner or previous dance experience is required. If you don't live in Sydney, that is okay too. We teach private lessons over Zoom for only $50. We also offer wedding dances and also a seated dance class for the elderly and those with mobility challenges. Come join us for some fun. Visit our website, hillslatindancing.com.au 
for more information and to book your class now. This show is brought to you by Vegas Nights, specializing in all of your party needs. They have photo booths, poker tables, and decorations for heaps of different party themes. Visit their website now at vegasnights.com.au or give them a call on 1300 135 394. Vegas Nights, you can't lose. And since then, you've gone on to do trailers. Like Space Jam was like one of your first, yeah. wasn't it? You got the Lost World Jurassic oh, Park. Man. Men in Black, Mr. Bean's Holiday, Are We There Yet and Are We Done Yet, Armageddon, all those. Have you had a favourite that you have done? No, (laughs) I can't say that. They're all my favourite. There was one, uh, I I said it before, it was um, Smoking Aces and it had um, the Ace of Spades, Ace of Spades, who's done that again, ACDC, not ACDC. the back backdrop of it was the Ace of Spades, really powerful rock music, and I was just saying I forgot the script to be honest with you so many years ago, but it was basically um, whatever. I, I I can't re recall it, recite it to you. Sorry, it was oh go on, but that's I can't, okay. I can't remember. <laughs> but um, it was uh that was it because it was fantastic. It, the, the whole session went really good. The the music was pumping my headphones. I was on it on point i didn't even need the green light i was just hitting the points bam 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 coming soon and it was like yeah that's the one so uh that was my favorite i guess but there's there's been so many i can't really and truly honestly say that you know i got a favorite they're all fun <laughs> yeah they're all Is it really all hard now to go to the cinemas or even back in the day when things like space jam and stuff came out because you're like oh man i'm gonna be like the voice of nearly all of them <laughs> no i never ever thought because i was still you gotta appreciate that i was still in in dreamland mm. i was still i'm still a regular guy and when i took my kids back then as well and i'd sit there in the cinema my boy would say to his friend as my dad and like no it's not and i just turned to the kid and say yes it is oh wow so i became i became the circus clown everybody knew me and says he's the guy he's the trader guy he's the but the truth is i was never the the trader guy there was so many trader guys before me especially don lafontaine who coined the uh, the phrase in a world no, I don't take claim to that. Uh, mm. That's Don LaFontaine's. But um, I became the trader man, the guy with the voice. I didn't have a name no more. Who's oh, that bloke? Is that bloke? Go on, go on, say something. Say my name. And so everywhere I go, I got, excuse me, mate, could you put your voice on my answer phone? Everywhere, every single day. I didn't get upset about it. I just appreciated that somebody appreciated what I did, you know, so. Mm. Yeah. And you have it's also fun. done, you mentioned very quickly just before, you've also done video game voices as well. How yeah. is that? Because oh especially not coming from any acting background, it does seem nope. to be a whole different type is... of acting on yeah. on your microphone. Yeah. You're getting well, hot is... in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I should have taken this off, but I didn't want to get you all excited when I strip off my jacket. <gasps> He's but, taking um... his jacket off. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, in be reality... comfortable, I don't mind. <laughs> I was, um, I was, um, back in the day, I was, well, I still am very confident. I'm, I'm a confident man. I don't give a damn, you know. I'm one of those guys who says, yeah, I can do it. And, um, funny story running for a taxi cab in London, 
raining. I'm on one side of the street. This lady's on the other side of the street. I run this side, open the cab door. She runs that side, just like in a movie. Open. Oh, which way are you going? I'm going to Charing Cross Station. Me too. Let's share the cab. So this lady turns out she's some casting director. And she said to me, can you act? Because you've got a wonderful voice. I said, yeah, sure I can. What have you, um, what have you done? So I started talking a lot of BS to her. I said, yo, I've been this and I've been in the Gulbenkian Theater and I'm making these names up. You know, just spinning off the top of my head because I, I said to myself, I'm sure I can act. Acting is just confidence and learning lines. And that's how I got into acting or, originally. I played God on stage and I've never been to RADA or none of these fancy, a lot of people are saying, oh, shocking, it's people like you. But the truth is I did it and I caned it and I, and I've done well. Make it till you I make just, it. <laughs> I, I just, I just did it. Right. But as for being professionally trained, no, it's with me, it was just confidence. I looked at the script sometimes, especially with the um, intergalactic movies and space movies. It's a lot of gobbledygook. They'll come out with names like quantum leases. And to look at that on the script, it's like, what, what does it say? My name is Quantalesis. Okay, so I got to make Quantalesis sound good. So I've got to really find something that the producer didn't give me, and I've got to make him sound like something. So um, this, for instance, I could say, uh, well, where was I? I could I can make Quantalesis sound. My name is Quantalesis. I was born in A.D. No one knows that I'm here, but I am the true God. That, that kind of stuff. You, wow. You gotta, no, one, no one tells you how to do that. You've got to make it your own. Mm. You've got to have confidence. And another pe people say to me all the time, how do you do it? How do, where, do you, where do you find it? I, I really don't know. I don't know where I find it. It's just Let's create the in character there. inside. Yeah, mm. you got to sustain it. That's the thing. It's easy to do a little one line like that, but I got to sustain it. And sometimes within one video game, I may be four characters. So another character might be saying, "Yeah, I don't like the way you done that. You're having a laugh. Listen, I'll be, I'll see you, Dan. Blah blah blah. Why, my son? Why?" Because, and you got to switch characters and all the rest of it. You yeah. just got to find it and you got to be on point, on point, especially when you're working with other actors. And the more you do it, the easier it is. The first time you did a YouTube video, it was like, oh my God. But then now you just flow. <laughs> Last just... time I interviewed someone, <gasps> like, exactly. so scary. I, I, I saw you all gobbledygook when you was interviewing Hugh Jackman. You like, oh, Who wouldn't be, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, beautiful. No, I, I say to people, don't go back and watch my Justice Crew interview. That was my very first interview, and I I cringe. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah. you get there. Now, now I'm comfortable. I'm just like everybody I interview, even exactly. if they are a big celebrity like Hugh Jackman. Everyone's well, just this, a normal human this, being. They just got cool this jobs. Is, this is the thing, uh, especially when I, like I said, never professionally uh, trained as an actor, but the more you do it the more credence you get because people say, oh, he, he done this and he done that. Now, all of a sudden you're an actor. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden you're a professional. Now, all of a sudden you're an expert. Now, all of a sudden people asking you to come and, and lecture at places. And it's like, 
I'm just me from next mm. door who got lucky one day. And all of a sudden, so all the kids out there, there's lots of kids, young men, young women who sit down and they say, oh, I'll never be able to do that. I'll never be able to do that. He's so lucky. He's so, yeah, but he's got this voice. Listen, my voice does not fit everything. Mm. I cannot sell certain products. I cannot, I can do most things, but I can't do everything. So be you. There's something within you as a person to do something good, but you got to get up. I always say to people, the big A, attitude. It's all about attitude. If you get off your behind in the morning and you see rain and snow and sleet outside, you can either say, I want to go back and lay down in my duvet. I don't want to go to work. Oh, no. Or you can say, you know what? I'm going to put on my warmest coat, my thickest boots, my thickest gloves, wrap up, and I'm going to get there. I'm mm. going to get through. The attitude, everything's about attitude. I can. I will try. It is possible. These things that you need to keep in your locker all the time, I keep saying to people, do it. Because the only reason you cannot do it is because you believe someone said you can't. Yeah. Or you're telling someone yourself. Someone said you can't do it. So you're going to say, uh, I'll never be like him. Don't be like him. Be like you. Yeah. Like I was saying to you earlier with your smile and your, the way you are. Fantastic. I said, oh, check her out. She's just got, you got your unique thing. And it's fantastic. I mean, nobody can be you but you. And I say that to everybody. It's, you know, it's. Don't get me started on wisdom. I'll go on forever. Trust me. <laughs> we need to just have you on just for, I think, a motivational segment one day. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah. But even like I always say, like, you're, you're already winning if you've turned up. As you just said, mm -hmm. you can easily just yes. want to go back to bed. If you've already gone out there into the snow, in the rain, whatever, you're already winning exactly. the day. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better, and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. Looking for the most comfortable and fashionable gym clothes around? Introducing Gym XO. They are an eco-friendly brand from the UK. Gymwear made from recycled materials. Pick from some really cute gym sets, tops, bottoms, and there are even options for curvy women. Get 30% off today with free shipping by using our discount code RAVEITUP30 at checkout. Go to gymxo.co.uk today. That is gymexo.co.uk.
So you said about 28 years your career's gone now, I think, you're 20 mm-hmm. years? I had like 27 yeah, written here, so yeah, it must be 28 yes. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen a lot of things change in the industry over that time. And mm-hmm. when I was thinking about it and, you know, when I was doing my research on you, I was just thinking about how trailers have changed over the years too. Yes. Because, you know, a lot yeah. up until, say, I would say probably early 2000s, mm-hmm. we, we had voiceovers in every single trailer. You, Listen. as the voiceover, would carry the trailer and now they just seem to, like, put the words up on the screen and make Listen. us as an audience read it. Trust me. <laughs> I said it so many times, uh, I survived. If I was depending on trailers, I would not be working. Trust me, because there was a change, just like you said, around about 2000 time. All of a sudden, you're, you're, to me, I'm not saying this because I don't do many trailers nowadays. To me, they spoil the trailer nowadays because they're telling you the whole story from beginning to end with a thousand clips. And you've pretty much seen the movie. If you've seen the trailer, you've seen the damn movie. It's like, why do you do this? Where is the mystique? Where is Mm -hmm. the, what's going to happen? And to me, I still believe that you still need that gravitas voice, you know, one, whatever I'm going to say in there, it just adds to it. And you don't have to shout. I don't have to shout. I, I can whisper a trailer and still sound good because it just draws people in. Halloween, for instance, people expect you to be, oh, spooky and scary, but you can do it with a whisper. You can really sound, you know, you, you can do whatever you. Create those goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, you can. You know, and Halloween, everybody gets me on Halloween, everybody. Oh, Red, I want I wanted you a new commercial. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. It's like, but it's it coming is up. It is. <laughs> yeah, but the trailer, the trailers have definitely changed. Um, Thank God I have many other strings to my bow. And so the trailers, missing the trailers is not a huge difference, to be honest with you. But they have changed. And I believe, because I'm I'm a movie fanatic, that we should have that. We should have less of the bam, 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 and a bit more storytelling in between. Draw the audience in. And the, the, the people who did movie trailers, the men especially, they had that wonderful voice. It could have been a... Uh, Pixar production, or it could have been a uh, hammer horror. It, you gotta have that person that was part of the trailer, but yeah. the young kids grow up now. They don't have that no more, you know, it's but sad. maybe, maybe it'll come back. You know what fashions are like, they come and they go. So even, you know. yeah, maybe even the trailer fashion will come back because exactly. you are right. You know, trailers are supposed exactly. to be like, that sneak peek of the movie, not the whole mm-hmm. movie. Exactly. I don't like that either. It just spoils it. <laughs> Well, I think no one can take away the fact that you are like the movie trailer man, all right? So either way, you still got yeah. that. <laughs> but on the side of everything as well, for those who don't know, you own your own production company as well mm-hmm. called Pepper Don't Take No Mess Productions. That's Play right. on words from the James Brown song. That's right. Okay. Tell us what this okay. entails. Okay. See, okay. I did my research. I told you Check I did. <laughs> yeah, everyone says to me, what's your company called? I says, Pepper, don't take no mess because there's a record by James Brown. Papa, don't take no mess. And I thought, that's... Chuck your name in it. Yeah. The funny story is when I went to my accountant the first time I set that business up and uh, and I went to the the accountant, he's a typical, you know, I was trained at Oxford University, a very white guy, very, very la-di-da. And he says, right, you come up with a name. And I said, yeah, Pepper, don't take no mess productions. What? (laughs) He was like... (laughs) What, 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 what did you say? 
Pepper don't take no mess. And he goes on and on and on. Pepper don't take no mess productions limited. And so he was like, I, I, I'm here to advise you as well, but that is not really a good name. Says, Have you ever been to a movie theater? Well, yes. Wouldn't that look good at the beginning of a movie? Yes, I suppose. Yes. Okay. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Five years down the line, it's still doing well, and I do still do my stuff, and it's all good. It's all yeah. Good. So, what does the whole production company entail for you? Because I did see on your Instagram video that you were talking about like renting out the booth and everything Ooh, for other is, people. This is the thing because I can speak from a personal experience of when the, when COVID came, then a lot of folks lost a lot of work because they couldn't get into studios. Studios were closing the doors. A lot of the sound engineers were working from their home and the studios was supplying the sound engineers with all the boards and the whatever at their homes and expected the voice artists to be ready and linked up with, with all the, like I'm connecting with you and I stand in my booth, they recorded their end, no need for us to physically meet. And I said, you know what? I was in that position where I had to quickly adjust and I upset my wife because uh, we had a utility room with a washing machine dryer in there. And you know, it's a room, it's a good size room. And I says, that's gotta go, that's gotta go. And she goes, I beg your pardon? And I said, no, 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 that's gotta go. I, I got some business to do in here, I gotta adjust. So I went and got my microphones, patted it all out, all the rest of it. And I was in there for about, uh, say three years, cause I thought it'll only be six months. No, it went on to a year, then the second year. Then I said, no, I need to get out because I had the production company already set but I needed office space and all the rest of it. And I says, you know what? I'm going to allow people who don't have that space in their homes to come in here because we have people who have to read audiobooks. And yes. there's nothing worse than reading an audiobook for three weeks or five weeks or whatever. And every 20 minutes, you get an interruption. Yes. So they needed that dead professional space and they're not in a little cupboard they're not in between two mattresses or hiding under a sheet and sweating and i says hey i got one here come on down i'll i'll charge you pittance and you come down and we can meet and all the rest of it so that's what i do in here and and other things bits and bits and pieces to do with filming and radio broadcasting and teaching people how to use a mixing board and microphone techniques and as you may see, you may not be into this, but I don't have, I don't have these popper stoppers on my, on my mics. Mm. I don't have these things on here. And everybody says, you gotta have them on. No, you don't. You gotta learn how to use your microphone without the plosives, you know, the. Yep. Not once, not once have you heard that. No. You know, because it's, and I'm still talking to you, still using my peas. Peter picked a pet pot of pickled pepper because I'm, I'm suppressing the peas. Little techniques, I'll, I'll teach them how to be confident how to breathe properly from their stomach rather than their chest. And if they're, if you're breathing like this and your shoulders go up and your chest comes out, you're breathing incorrectly mm. because you're, so when you got to breathe, your belly's got to come out and then you yeah. can really read and expel properly. And I'll teach them little things like that and be confident and how they really sound and microphone techniques and headphones, the correct, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they love it, especially the newbies. I don't teach nothing to the pros because they're just full of arguments. Yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, you, you might do that, mate, but. I was thinking, well, listen, what's good for you is good for you. I'm teaching you 28 years of experience here. Mm. Solid. So if you don't like it, jog on, baby. I'm, I'm good, you know. I love that. Good. It's paying it forward. Thank you for that. 
Yeah. Yeah. You got such a cool life. Great, great job filled with all your, you know, your loves and your passions, oh, even yes. the radio work. Oh, I love yes. it. And you get paid for it. How cool is that? <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. I, every now and then I remember, oh yeah, well, it's payday, you know, like every couple of weeks, agent just sends me a little email. Got paid today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Woo. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. And then once I, the very first time in all of this time, I got a little, you know, uh, a tax rebate. Oh, my yes. God, I got some money come back from the tax man for the very first time. <laughs> I never thought I'd ever see that, but it was only like 700 quid, 700 pounds. It, what's this? Australian pounds over there, right? Same as you Yeah, uh, Australian dollars. I have no idea what the, I'd have to look. Uh, yeah, yeah, what the exchange rate is there. Yeah. It wasn't that big, but it was something enough of, yeah. Something's so better than nothing. Well, I kept the check because I didn't even spend it. I just framed it. It's like, I kept the check. You're so proud. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, exactly. even though you've already achieved so much in your 28-year career, Red, yeah. what else can we expect from you in the future? Is there anything else you're venturing into? Lord knows. Lord knows. Um, uh, I just started up a YouTube channel recently, Red Pepper voice actor that's what i call it how original red shut up i didn't think of i couldn't think of anything red pepper voice actor and i'm going to start doing a bit more of this uh, asmr when i knew nothing about asmr and then people said people like to hear calm reads um about yoga or inspirational words i can just be in the background and some people like you hear like to hear all that kind of nonsense really yeah, yeah well, i don't I, get I, it I get <laughs> four million hits i said really whereas me i'm i'm more to i'm more into uh playing inspirational stuff and i'll, I'll read inspirational words and I'll, I'll be doing this stuff like uh set a goal that makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning when people you don't even know hate you that's when you know you're the best simple things just just they love like to that. hear that Woo. inspirational stuff. That's what I'll be, I'll be doing that so on my YouTube channel. I've also got the um, Instagram thing. Um, my son put me onto that. He says, dad, you need to be on Insta. People are trending you. And I says, what the hell is trending? He says, you've done a, you done a YouTube channel and it got 19 million hits. Do you know that dad? And I says, all right, hook me up on this Insta. I got to call it Insta. I should not call it Instagram. He says, no, it's not Instagram. It's Insta. I said, okay. So I got this Insta. Uh, I call it Red Pepper Zero One. And I think I got 3,000 followers or whatever. And I do my little videos on there. It's just little fun things, you know. And, uh, yeah, I love it. Huh. Look at your son. He's keeping you hip. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be hip, you know. And he says, you can make money out of it. And I says, well, I'm not. No, I don't, I don't do brand all that kind of stuff. And if I do show you something and I'll say, well, I use a whatever I actually do. If I yes. say to you, I use that because it's really good. It's because I actually use it. I'm trying to inspire others to go towards that because these microphones are really good, etc. Not because they're the best in the world, because what's the best for you may not be the best for me. And your setup may sound different to mine and microphones sound different in different setups. So it's never one of these, just take the money and say it's good. I don't do that. I refuse yeah. to do that. That's wrong. That's not not for me. No. I completely agree. It's just not authentic that way anymore. No. Mm. no. Well, we are unfortunately getting to the end of the interview, Red. It's gone so quickly. Oh, no, no. Time flies when you're having fun, right? Oh. 
<laughs> loving it, loving it here. But as a closing statement and what is probably the most important question on Rave It Up, and I'm sure you kind of know what it is since you've watched some of my other interviews. As mm-hmm. a closing statement, knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 14-year-old self? Ooh, I wasn't ready for that one. Um, what would I tell my 14-year-old self? Probably the same thing that I tell myself now. Never give up. Never, ever give up. Whatever you are. A very short story. I was a, When I was a kid, um, it wasn't the best. It, it wasn't the best. I had a few issues going on with certain elements in my life. And I always... I was one of the kids who had all the gear and no idea. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd see Maradona running around as a footballer. I says, yeah, I'm going to get the, the football kit and the best boots and the best bet. But I was not a good footballer. I was never good. And I said, you know what? Never, ever, ever give up. Never, ever give up. And I kept going on to that football field. And my, my legs were bandy legs and all the rest of it. And one day I scored a scorcher of a goal. And it was just flew in. It was like, oh, damn, did you record that? Nobody recorded it. But uh, it was like, (laughs) that was the moment. I said, you know what? Never, ever, ever give up. Ever give up. And I was walking out of the park, and this is no word of a lie. Guess who was in that park? Rod Stewart. You know the singer, Rod Stewart? And he says, excuse me, son. Never give up. Great. You ain't got the legs for it. Fantastic. Never give up. And he stuck with me. He always stuck with me. I'm thinking, Rod Stewart. That's, That's Rod Stewart. Never give up. He thinks I can do it. I can do it. (laughs) So all through my life, I've just said, never give up. Never give up. Never give up. Just just crack on and have the the balls to understand that when it's not for you, it's not for you. Don't persevere something that you know. You know. You've given it your all and you haven't quite mastered it. Move on. Do something else. Find your your little pocket and, and never, ever, ever give up don't yeah i agree thank you so much you've been amazing motivation tonight i love it (laughs) it's all right and before we go if our audience want to contact you find out what you're up to in the future is instagram or sorry insta probably the best place to go or Uh, i'm on insta i'm on uh twitter at the red pepper it's two d's in red never forget that at the red pepper on on twitter uh red pepper zero one on Instagram, sorry, Insta. Insta. Uh, what's the other one? Red Pepper voice actor on YouTube. And that's what I do. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time today, Red. I, I appreciate you spending time here. Oh, and I'm looking forward to you. Do, do you still do that question and answer thing? Uh, did you want to do it? I didn't know if you had time. Because I was, I was, I was, I was just. <sighs> You're getting ready? <laughs> I'm a little competitive. I'm a little competitive. I says, oh, she's, she, how do you answer so many questions in one short time? I'd like to give that a go. All right. <laughs> do you want to play it? Do you have time? Oh, he's getting go ready. All right. All right. Sure. Perfect. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be like, you're giving us such gold. I was like, I'd rather just more of the interview than the game, but let's play it. Let's <laughs> finish off with a bang. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So go for, for our it. audience, it's called the two minute hot seat. So Red, what I'll do is I'll ask you various questions. You just have to pick your preference. So it's like dogs or cats, singing or dancing. You have to answer okay. as many questions in two minutes as possible. And when we finish, we'll see where you sit on the leaderboard up against everyone else that's played the game on the show. So, to give you an idea, top of the Rave It Up Zoom leaderboard has answered 63 questions. 
damn, maybe yeah. I don't want to play now. See how you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready, Red? Ready, Red? God, that sounds funny, doesn't it? All right. <laughs> Here we go. Three, two, one. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. iPhone or Samsung? Samsung. Apple or Android? Android. Rap or rock music? Rap. Pop or country? Country. Cook or clean? Cook. Beach or pool? Beach. Comedy or action? Comedy. Blondes or brunettes? Brunettes. Sweet or salty? Salty. Mac or PC? PC. Singing or dancing? Singing. Dogs or cats? Cats. Italian or Chinese food? Chinese. Summer or winter? Summer. Jennifer Lopez or Scarlett Johansson? Jennifer all day. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Johnny Depp. Mall or online shopping? Online shop. Cinema or home movie? Cinema. Ice cream or gelato? Ice cream. Cake or cookies? Cookies. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Christmas or your birthday? My birthday. Night or day? Night. Bus or train? Train. Straight or curly hair? Curly. Eye color blue or brown? Brown. Driver or passenger? Driver. Texting or calling? Call. LA or New York? LA. Friday or Saturday? Saturday. TV or movies? Movies. Movies or books? Books. Fiction or non-fiction books? Non-fiction. Snow or surf? Snow. Harry Potter or Twilight? Missed that. Harry Potter or Twilight? Neither. Family Guy or The Simpsons? Simpsons. Burger or pizza? Burger. Tomato sauce or barbecue sauce? Barbecue sauce. Sneakers or thongs? Sneakers. Leather or denim? Leather. City or country? City. Biting your nails or picking your nose? Picking my nose. Pants or shorts? Pants. Tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. Backpack or suitcase? Suitcase. Ice cream or chocolate? Ice cream. Pen or pencil? Pen. Mum or dad? Mom. Headphones or speakers? Headphones. Book or magazine? Book. Photo or video? Video. Apple or orange? Orange. Fruit or vegetables? Fruits. And we're out of time. (laughs) How many questions do you think you answered in that time, Red? I was just in the zone, I guess. (laughs) 40, maybe. Oh, I'm happy to say more than that. (laughs) Do you think you beat 63 questions? God knows. Um, Did you do 63 questions already? How many questions did you ask me? (laughs) I don't know. You have answered 54 questions. You are so, so close. (laughs) I messed up on something. You you asked me something about something. I messed up on that. Yeah, the Harry Potter or Twilight, and you're like, ugh. (laughs) None of that. None of that nonsense. Oh, so 53 one. questions means you're sitting number eight on the Raven Up leaderboard. So that's not too bad. Wow. Top 10. Woo. One, Lauren. You're welcome. Yeah, it's been, seriously been a pleasure. It's I so really nice wanted to, to know, you. do you have any future plans to come to Australia? Because we can play that game in person. That would be way more fun. Well, I, I got some friends in what they call it, the Golden Beach. There's this some something. Is it Brisbane? Brisbane? Uh, Sunshine or, Coast, yeah. Or, or Brisbane, Sunshine Queensland. Coast, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got some friends over there, so maybe one day. But if I do, one hundred percent, I would uh, love I'll, that. Well, I'm Sydney, so I'm a, I'm further down. <laughs> yeah, I know how to get there. I get yeah, there. I'm south of Queensland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. get down there for real. That'd be well, fun. I'll be sitting down in your studio, but you just having a having a what do you call it? Uh, uh, interaction. 
interaction. You gotta, yeah, you got a cool interview on there too. Yes, absolutely. It's my new baby. <laughs> oh, so you made the effort for me. I appreciate that. Thank of course. You. <laughs> yes. I got to make sure I sound amazing too. I try to do that cool. in all my interviews now, but let's keep in contact and we'd love to have you on again in the future, even if it is just over Zoom. Let's do a motivational segment. That'd be awesome. Oh, yes. No problem at all. Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.